ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Welcome into the Thursday, May 26th edition. The Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for checking in as we get you set for the weekend. That's right, the weekend's happening sooner than you think. I know a lot of you are going to be off tomorrow. A lot of you are going to be working maybe half days. Some of you, I'm sorry, you're working. I won't be here tomorrow. But Christian Palmer is going to take the reins for a day. So looking forward to him being in the big chair tomorrow. So appreciate him for stepping up and taking the big chair tomorrow. And that's for your Friday drive home for those of you unfortunate that have to work Of course, it is Memorial Day weekend coming up, so it's going to be a a long weekend for a lot of us. Uh, I hope you get an opportunity to uh, visit with uh, loved ones and uh, really remember what Memorial Day is all about. But we also have a lot going on this weekend, so we're going to get into that. We'll take your phone calls and text this out. Our phone line is 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. The text line is open. 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. So your opportunity to be a part of the program. Looking forward to talking to you. Yesterday was um, was a fun show. If you didn't have a chance to listen to it live yesterday, I, I encourage you to go back. And you can find it on our podcast. So however you get your podcast, you can also go to our website, wrvc.com. However you get your show, you can can listen to it. It was a fun conversation with Jason Corrier, who uh, is Marshall's now former sports information director. And I'm looking forward to uh, speaking with the individuals that will be applying to take his position. I'm sure there will be a lot of people that would like to take that opportunity. I think it's a great position at Marshall University. Uh, you you heard a lot of things from him, but I'm hoping we get a, a person that comes in here that has the love and passion for Marshall the way Jason did. And, uh, you know, see, yesterday was kind of bittersweet. And, you know, the day before that, we had Christian Palmer. We had Christian Spears on the show. And he had a lot of information for us. And I was uh, excited that we were able to get so much out of him. So we're going to try to get him back on the program. But, you know, those last two days were kind of somber for me a little bit because Jason's leaving, but it was fun. Christian Spears is always a blast. Uh, Today's going to be a little different because coming up in the next few minutes, we're going to talk to one of the main organizers of the Cooper Strong 5K. Uh, We are going to tell you a little bit about what this race is all about and how you can get involved. It's in honor of Emily Cooper. You might remember her, Marshall softball player. Uh, She passed away in 2016. She was set to become a coach, and she was hired at Jackson. She wanted to fix the field. She wanted to do a lot of things. She had a lot of energy coming in to really elevate that program. And then she passed away. So, so young, passing away. So now this 5K has been going on for several years, and we want to tell you more about it. So we're going to have on the program Kalina Cooper-Snyder. We're going to talk to her in the next few minutes, and we're going to find out about this event, why it's important, why 
you should participate in it if you're a runner or you're a supporter of the Thundering Herd. It takes place at 8.12 a.m. on Saturday. It's going to be at the parking lot to Jackson Middle School. It's going to be right there. And Emily's jersey number was number 12. So 8.12 a.m. is when it's going to take place. So we'll let those who can tell you more about it give us a better picture of what this event's about. Uh, Honestly, I didn't know much about it until a few days ago. So when I heard about it and, and really found out, I wanted to bring someone on to talk about this because it's a great event. It honors a, a former daughter of Marshall. And it really, I think what the proceeds are going toward, very, very good cause. So we're going to talk to some of those folks here and give you an opportunity to find out more about that. And of course, throughout the hour, we're going to get your phone calls and texts in. Looking forward to talking to you. We got a lot of things coming up. We're going to get into the conference scheduling. We got the update today, so there are a couple of things we're going to talk to you about as far as the kickoff times are concerned. We don't have them all just yet. This is just opening up the last, uh, you know, the first few games. We'll get the last games later on, and I'm sure there will be some flexing, some, okay, this makes better sense for the TV partners, but... We got a couple of updates. First of all, kickoff time for the September 3rd season opener against Norfolk State. It's going to be 3.30 p.m. It's going to be on ESPN3. So 3.30 p.m. against Norfolk State. That means we go on the air on September 3rd at 12.30 right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30. I'm already planning. I'm already putting it on my calendar. I know what I'm going to be doing on September 3rd. And then we've got the kickoff time for the October 12th matchup against the defending Sun Belt champion Louisiana. That is going to be on ESPN2. It's a 7.30 p.m. kickoff time. So October 12th, 7.30 kickoff time. So that means 4.30 airtime right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30. So that's what we've got as far as the schedule updates for the Thundering Herd. We'll get more of that information as the conference and ESPN releases that information. Some of those matchups, we're not going to have details just yet because Marshall doesn't have every game. Like the Notre Dame game, Marshall doesn't have that game. We don't know what the television is going to look like, what that's going to entail. Time. Network. I think we have a good idea, but we don't have the details on that just yet. So that's what we're looking forward to here. You know, that's part of the uh, fun part of the uh, late spring, early summer. We start getting some of that detail information in. You can start planning a little bit better. I think just block the day. If it's a home game, just block the day. You're not really not going to know. There could be some flexing going on here. There could be a situation where, okay, you know what? That matchup's looking really, really good now. Maybe we get that a better time slot. And that's kind of what you wanted, right? You want to be on a better television network. You want to be on a more prominent television platform. So here you are in the Sun Belt. You're on a more prominent television platform. You're on ESPN. And so when you're on ESPN, you're a bigger deal because the big story always on ESPN is what's on ESPN. For example... The NHL, a bigger deal because it is on ESPN. By the way, coming up tonight, 6.30 p.m., we don't have Pirates baseball today. So the Pirates did not lose today. They did not win, but they did not lose today. So we've got instead 
an opportunity to bring you Game 5 of the Stanley Cup playoff matchup between the Carolina Hurricanes, which will be playing host to the New York Rangers. And it's not because I'm a Rangers fan and we're airing that. It's just we actually had a, 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 we had a hole in the program schedule. It fit. Conveniently enough, we're carrying the game, right? Conveniently enough. So Rangers and Hurricanes coming up tonight, 630 right here on ESPN, 94.1. And AM 9.30. We'll get you updated on everything that's been going on today. But when we continue, we're going to talk to you about the Cooper Strong 5K. That is coming up on our next segment. And we'll get your phone calls and texts in as well. The text line now is open. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. More coming up on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Thursday, May 26th edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. A few days ago, if you weren't with me on top of the show, I found out about the Cooper Strong 5K. And I wanted to learn more about it. I wanted to share it with you because... It's for a great cause. It's in honor of Emily Cooper, who was a Marshall softball player. She passed away in 2016. And for several years, and it started in 2016 as well, so this has been going on for several years, the Cooper Strong 5K has taken place. It's going to be in Jackson on Saturday at 8.12 a.m. And to tell us a little more about the event, give us an idea of what we can expect, how you can be a part of it, is her aunt, Kalina Cooper Snyder, who is with us now on the program, and tell me a little bit more about Emily. Give me, um, give me your 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 memories of her to to really put a face behind this this event. Hi there, thank you so much for having me. First off, I appreciate. It. Thanks Emily. for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Well, with great pride, it, I tell you, Emily was my aunt. Uh, or I am Emily's aunt. She um, is the daughter of my brother. And um, Emily was just that little fiery kid that wanted to be involved in everything, whether it was a ball game, whether it was checkers or flying a kite, um, riding a bike, no matter what, Emily was always the kid that wanted to be involved. You knew Emily was going to be one of the best at it, and she was going to win at all costs. And, um, you know, she just always grew up with this little fire in her that we knew early on. She was going to be very special. And whether that was on a ball field or in a classroom or in a hospital room, we just knew she had something very special that she had. And, um, you know, like most kids, she was driven by that. And um, she, she took that drive, that fiery drive that she had, and she took it to the classroom. She she took it to the ball field or the ball court. She took it to any friendship relationship she had. She took it to every family meeting we ever had. And, and she just was that kid you wanted to be around. You wanted to know more about her. She was just infectious. And, and I think that's just a word that comes to my mind every time that I um, reflect on Emily. She just was that infectious personality that you just wanted to know more about her. And she was such a joy. And our lives changed forever, you know, on, on February 5th, 2016, when, 
when our life was taken from us. But, um, you know, we find ourselves as a family just kind of coming together more and more each and every day, um, just following what her dreams and what her goals were. And, and we're just trying to do our best and, and trying to, to continue her legacy and, and her memory, you know, live forever. So, For those that maybe don't know more about <laughs> the events that led up to her passing, can you flesh that out for us a little bit more just to, to talk about that if you, if you can? Um, sure. So Emily was a uh, 2012 graduate from Jackson High School, and um, she was uh, quite the athlete and honor student, graduated valedictorian of her class, went on to play softball there at Marshall and um, ended up earning a starting position uh, there with Coach Stanton and uh, the, the Thundering Herd. Um, right after Emily graduated from Marshall, she was just shy of graduating with a nursing degree, and she had picked up a class um, over at the University of Rio Grande. And at uh, the University of Rio Grande, she actually uh, found herself in a coaching role she had been asked to help coach the Rio Grande women's uh, volleyball team to assist uh, there for an assistant coach's job. And so she took that and was helping kind of pay for her, her extra class that she had to pick up to graduate with nursing. And, um, you know, they were kind of through their, their season at Rio, and she was about to finish her last course there at Rio Grande. And, um Jackson High School called her and, you know, where she had just graduated high school from before she went to Marshall. And they called her and said, hey, we're hiring a new softball coach. Would you be interested? We need a good mentor. We need we need a young kid in here that that's, you know, been in the program, that's went to a higher level that can turn this program around. And and she accepted that role. She went in and, and they offered her the position. And uh, the very next day after Emily was hired, and, and this was kind of the go-getter that Emily was, and, and I hope this um, resonates with you, but she, she went in and, and she said, first thing I need to know is I, I need to know how to get our field fixed. I need to know how to get uniforms so our girls look better. Um, and she was, she was confident when she said, we will play as good as we look. We will play as good as our field looks. We will play as good as we practice. And, and so she was a firm believer in that. And I think, you know, she was always raised that way, and that's how she grew up. But I think there was a lot she took away from Marshall and from, you know, being a part of the, the herd softball team was, you know, we're going to look good as a unit, and we're going to play good as a unit. Uh, win or lose, we're going to go down because we're, we're going to look the way we should look with pride. And so the athletic director said, Emily, you got a lot of goals and, and your, your expectations are really high, but I need to tell you, you only have, I think they told her she only had $25 in her booster account. Well, that didn't settle well with Emily. <laughs> she went home and talked to her dad about it, talked to her mom and dad and, and said, well, what do I do? And her dad said, well, Emily, looks like you better get really good at fundraising. You need, you need to fundraise. And, and she said, dad, do you know how much a field costs? Dad, do you know how much uniforms cost? Dad, we don't even have a good catcher's, you know, equipment. So my brother, um, Butch Cooper, uh, played baseball and, and uh, 
you know, was very familiar with how expensive things can be. And, you know, growing up with, with Emily playing uh, travel softball, high school softball, and then on to Marshall, he knew it, it's, it's kind of an expensive sport and it's expensive to keep up your equipment and your fields. And, and so she went back to the athletic director and the athletic director told her the same thing her dad did. Emily, you better get really good at fundraising because we just don't have that money in our account. That's not how we operate as a school. So she was a little naive to how things went. And um, so a couple days goes by, and, and it was almost time for season to start. They had just had maybe a couple, like, open gyms, open field coming in and working out. And she told the girls, listen, we have no money, but here's what we, here's our goal. Within a year, we need this field fixed. Within a year, I need new catcher's uniform. Uh, new equipment. We need a home uniform and a travel uniform. We need travel bags. We need a hitting barn. And she had all these huge goals. And then, um, sadly, um, it's hard to talk about, but I will tell you with pride, um, there's so much pride that comes over me um, to tell you that, you know, she had all these goals and dreams. And then it was kind of stolen from her. It was stolen from our family. Um, it was stolen from her community. It was stolen from her team um, on February 5th when um, a careless driver, and, and I hope, you know, for people that are out there that, that hear this, um, you know, just pay attention to your surroundings. Just understand there's more than just you and your car. Um, take time to look twice. Take time to, to, you know, take a look at your surroundings. But Emily was hit by a driver that just wasn't paying attention and um, unfortunately, her little car was T-boned on U.S. Uh, 35 there in Jackson. And ironically, she was on her way to Marshall to a, an awards banquet. And um, she didn't make that awards banquet. Um, and we say all the time, you know, she didn't make it back to Marshall, but she made it to heaven. And um, that was something she was very proud um, about was, you know, she was a very much stand-up Christian and and she kind of walked the walk and talked the talk, and um, you knew where you stood with Emily, and um, she knew where she stood with with Jesus. And that kind of gives us a little hope, and that gives us a little bit of, um, you know, we can sit back with a little ease sometimes and take a deep breath and know Emily's in a better place. And it's unfortunate it was somebody else's mistake. You know, we're all human. We all make mistakes. Um doesn't make it any easier for the family but um you know that's where emily was and that's kind of where we are today as a family is how do we continue her legacy how do we continue to help her goals and dreams and her mission for her small town community of jackson ohio how do we make those still come true um we never want her memory to die we never want her legacy to be let down and um so that's where we are today as a family and as a community um Again, it's just an unfortunate uh, day. She was at the wrong place at the wrong time. So, Joining me on the program, the aunt of Emily Cooper, Kalina Cooper-Snyder. The Cooper Strong 5K is coming up. It's Saturday in Jackson. It's going to be at 8, 12 a.m. Uh, we talked about that earlier, the significance of that start time. It was her jersey number, number 12. So, yeah. you know, you're, you're keeping a lot of her, uh, a lot of aspects of her alive how successful has this event been so far? How far have you progressed in trying to realize her her hopes and dreams with this program? 
Um, so this is actually the sixth annual Cooper Strong 5K run. Should be our seventh. Um, we had to cancel uh, the year of the COVID pandemic in 2020. We had to cancel that race because of the restrictions of Jackson County. Um, so honestly, every year uh, I, we have been able to donate um, 10000 or upward of $12,000 um, each year to the Jackson City Schools uh, female athletics. And, and most of the money has gone to the Jackson High School softball program because that's what, you know, she was just hired to do that. And, and she was in process. She was the seventh grade girls basketball coach at the same time. So Emily was coaching college volleyball, seventh grade basketball, and had just been hired to coach the Jackson varsity uh, softball team. So she she had her hand in a lot of pots, and, and she was doing very well at them. But um, when the accident happened, you know, there was all this huge talk in our family, like Emily needs to raise money. And we we're all throwing out ideas. We come from a coaching uh, family, a very athletic family. And so my sister, you know, coaches college. I coach high school. My husband coaches high school. So we were throwing ideas at her. And, and when the accident happened and, and Emily was taken from us, me and my family sat down and we said, okay, how can we quickly get enough money to help fix the field and get brand new uniforms and at least get some catcher's gear so that this catcher's safe? And it just, um, I'm a runner, me and my sister and, and uh, Emily's mom, Jody, and Emily's sister, Sharissa, we all started running together as a family. Gosh, I don't know. I've been running my whole life, but about 10 years ago as a family, we just all started kind of picking up and doing 5Ks around Ohio, and it just dawned on me that what a great way for people to come back in her hometown and try to help what her, you know, meet her goals and, and her expectations with, with her team. And so immediately we threw this 5K together within about five weeks of her death. And um, the first year we had it, we had uh, 452 runners. And every year we've had close to anywhere between 250 and, and 450 runners every single year. And so we've been able to donate every year right about 10,000 or a little bit over 10,000 back to the softball program, as well as every year we're able to give um, a donation to the girls' basketball program as well that she was um, coaching to. So. Um, it, it does nothing but bring you sweet pride to be able to do that in her memory. My guest is Kalina Cooper-Snyder. She is the aunt of Emily Cooper. We're talking about her, the Cooper Strong 5K, which is a race in her honor and her memory taking place Saturday. It's in Jackson at 8.12 a.m. And I'm kind of curious you know how passionate a lot of people around the Marshall softball community are. They're they're yeah. they're a close knit group. They're a uh, they're a family. How how surprising or how overwhelmed or you know what was your reaction initially? Because there's a lot of Marshall faithful that support this event and make it a point of their uh, of their year to be a part of this is to remember her support her you know what what has that support been like for you and what has it meant for you well i'm glad you asked because you know we're not able to tell every single person how much they mean to us individually or 
from a group standpoint, from a team standpoint, um, the support from Marshall and from Huntington has just been overwhelming, whether it's from the coaching staff, the softball program, the baseball program, the volleyball program, your alumni program. It has just been one of the most um, rejoiceful things in her death. And my sister and I were just talking last weekend. It is amazing to us that we can sit down and we can say, my goodness, We have, you know, 18 states represented at our race, 18 different runners from 18 different states that Emily has played ball with, whether it be travel or whether it be there at Marshall. Um, We're just amazed that people loved her and accepted her just as equally as we did. And um, for that, we will forever be grateful we could never repay these people, their support, um, their, their prayers, their support. They make us laugh. They come to my parents and my brother's home every year, and, and we just sit down. Sometimes we build a campfire, and we'll, we'll roast out hot dogs and marshmallows, and we'll just tell our Emily stories. And um, that has been my goal since February 5th of 2016. I just want to continue to tell Emily's story because it was so it was so awesome it was so fun and it was it was with a lot of laughs and it was with a lot of tears and it was with a lot of anger I mean she went at every single thing in life with so much passion and so much drive and to see these young adult women now you know coming to visit us just hugging us or just saying we're still thinking about you we're you know, I remember this story and, and just hearing stories that we've never heard before, you know, we'll sit and cry together and then we sit and laugh. And, um, you know, Emily would make no bones about it. Like, yep, this race is all about me. Everybody stop and listen. It's all about Emily. It's all about number 12. And it just makes us laugh and it makes us realize that, you know, our life is short. And while we're here, we need to make sure that just be a good human being you know, give as much as you can. Go at it as hard as you can. If you got a goal, you set your goals and, and you set you you set your expectations as high as you can and you climb that ladder and when you get there then put another rung on the ladder and keep climbing because that's what Emily did and um you know, we could never thank Marshall University enough. We could never thank our hometown of Jackson, Ohio enough for their love and their support and their prayers, because that's what gets us through as a family to know that, you know, these people hurt right along with us. And sometimes it's nice to, to hear somebody else tell a story and to hear how special she was to somebody else's life. And um, it's hard, but that's what keeps us going. It's, It's like, you know, you get a little boo-boo and you want to put a Band-Aid on your boo-boo and, and that's our Band-Aid. That's our Band-Aid over our hearts sometimes when these young girls come back and they're starting to get married and they're starting to have their own families. And, and we sit, you know, we sit as a family and we do get a little jealous of that and we get a little upset at it that, you know, that this should be Emily too. Emily should be sharing and, and their life-changing moments. And, um, but it helps us, you know, it helps us put a Band-Aid over our heart and it's short-term. You know, and then the Band-Aid gets ripped off again. But um, we are so thankful. And um, 
again, we could never repay uh, all of Emily's friends and the Marshall family down there for for what they've been able to give, whether it's money or whether it's been their prayers or whether it's just showing up and hugging us. Um, We could never, never repay them. And I hope they understand what they mean to the Cooper family. My guest, Kalina Cooper-Snyder. We're talking about the Cooper Strong 5K. This is in honor of Emily Cooper, of course, uh, a beloved Marshall softball player is passing away in 2016. So this this 5K keeps her memory alive. A uh, couple questions before I let you go, and I appreciate the time you've given me so far. Uh, on on a high note, I, I need to know everything you can tell me about why it must suck to suck. That was a saying of hers, and uh, it, it makes me chuckle, and it makes a lot of people chuckle. Uh, what is the, what's the story behind it must suck to suck? Well, in Emily fashion, um, you know, she didn't lose. And and it's a joke um, in our family that whether you were playing softball, and we could be, we'd have a Sunday dinner and we would go outside and pick up a game of baseball or softball, or we would go play volleyball or (laughs) wiffle ball, you know, whatever. Um, Even if it was checkers, a, a, a card game. She would win at all costs, and you knew it. If you're sitting across the checkerboard from her, you are going to lose. You are going to go down, but you're, she's, she is going to win. Like, she will find a way to win. She was super intelligent. She was super uh, driven, and she just absolutely refused to lose. And if she would lose, she would say, that one didn't count. <laughs> this we got to play it again. It didn't count. And so – when you end up losing and Emily beating you, it was Emily saying, huh, must suck to suck. Huh? Sucks to suck, doesn't it, Aunt Kay? You know, and that was her, she nicknamed me Aunt Kay and my sister's Aunt B. And um, so anytime she would beat us, she would always say, must suck to suck, you know, must suck to suck, Aunt Kay. Okay, Emily, you're right. You're right. So anytime you would either screw up or you would lose, that's what she would say. And um, it does make us laugh. And um, if you wore a different number than number 12, she would say, you freaking suck. You know, why would you pick that number? And so those are just, you know, as quirky and corny as they are, it does make us laugh. And and it makes us so proud. And, you know, we miss her terribly saying those things to us. And we would give anything to hear them again. But um, thank you for asking me about that. It makes me laugh. My guest is Kalina Cooper-Snyder. She is the aunt of Emily Cooper. Uh, We're talking about the Cooper Strong 5K. That is Saturday. The website is cooperstrong5k.com. How much time do people have to be involved? How can people get involved? Yeah, so so they can still register. Uh, We just can't promise them a T-shirt if they register today, tomorrow, they can even come up to the registration table the morning of, uh, that's Saturday, May 28th. Um, they can come to the registration table, open registration. The day of the race will open at 7 a.m. And then we will uh, start the race promptly at 8.12 because of her number. And um, so, yeah, they can still register today and tomorrow. We just can't promise a T-shirt. We do have extra T-shirts on hand but we typically have about 50 to 70, 75 people show up the day of the race and register. So first come, first serve on the T-shirt. I appreciate and you doing this. And they can still give donations on, online at the cooperstrong5k.com. 
Uh, they can go to that website and click the down bar and donations will pop up and they can certainly give donations there. If they're not able to make it to the race, they can still give to the to the fund. And this year's funds are all going towards the new Jackson High School Hitting Barn, which is going to be called in honor of Emily, uh, the Emily Joe Cooper Hitting Barn of Jackson High School. So. That's where all the funds will be going. I appreciate you doing this. Uh, I, I thank you. Uh, we will do this yeah. again next year, and the year thank after, you. and the year after, and the year after. So uh, let's yes. just let's just plan once a year at least. Uh, this is going to be a thing for all of us, for at least you and me. I would love that. I truly do appreciate your time, and I wish you the very best. And I want to leave you with one thing: it sucks to suck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know the feeling. Thank you. I appreciate it, Kalina. I appreciate it. We'll do this again next year for certain, if not sooner. Oh, thank you so much. And listen, if you can't donate, if people can't donate, if they can't run, run at home virtually or say a prayer for the Cooper family. Kalina Cooper-Snyder, thank you. That's um, Yes, thank you so much for having me. The website is uh, open now. You can go to cooperstrong5k.com and find out more information there. Uh, We will continue with your phone calls and texts. Phone line is 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. The text line, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just a reminder, you can find our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio. We're even posting on YouTube now. If you want to find out all of the links, you can, of course, Follow me on Twitter at Paul Swan. That's where I usually post everything. So I want to thank our guests once again. If you missed our last segment, a uh, great reason why you should go back to the podcast. If you just tuned in late, Kalina Cooper Snyder talked to us about the Cooper Strong 5K. That is in honor of Emily Cooper, who was a Marshall softball player. She passed away in 2016. So if you missed the story earlier, I encourage you to go back and subscribe and follow. I have to say, uh, I have to say follow because again, if I say subscribe, my dentist thinks I'm asking him for money, and what he charges me, I should be asking him for money for the podcast. But uh, you can follow for free again, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. So, uh, great, um, great time to um, talk about the Cooper Strong 5K. We're going to do that again next year, and uh, hopefully, uh, help grow this event. A lot. So uh, before we hit the break, and I said we got to do this short because uh, we went a little long, but I thought it was worth it. Uh, this is uh, a quick update from uh, track and field cross country marshal Ashante Warner moving on to the quarterfinals of Saturday's uh, event after uh, what was a really good run today and the 400 hurdles in the first round of the NCAA East Regional. So. Um, we'll keep an eye on that uh, next week. Hopefully, we're talking about her winning that event. That will be fantastic. Don't forget tomorrow. Uh, it's a it's an off day for me. It is uh, an opportunity for our producer Christian Palmer to entertain you and inform you. So I'm looking forward to giving him the opportunity to sit in the big chair just for a day, and then I'll be back on Tuesday because Memorial Day. We've got 
we got baseball in the afternoon, so uh, we will not be here until Tuesday. So just a little business to take care of before we hit the break. I think you're caught up. We will continue on with this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's our final segment of the Thursday edition. Paul Swan, your host here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Let's get you caught up on what's happening. Last night, Boston defeated Miami Game 5. The Eastern Conference Finals, 93-80. to Celtics now lead that series three games to two. Boston going to try to close this one out tomorrow night. Game 6 will be played in Boston. That's going to be an 8.30 tip. We're going to have that game on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. We'll have this game for you as well tonight. The Warriors are going to try to close out the Western Conference Finals. That is set for a 9 p.m. tip. Dallas needing that win to stay alive. Golden State leading the series three games to one. Dallas at least avoiding the sweep, but four games to one just as painful as four games to three or four games to none. So this will be uh, a milestone for the Warriors. If they win, they're going to be in the NBA Finals for the sixth time in the past eight seasons. Last night, this was painful for uh, the um, the folks over on our sister station, 92.7 and 98.5 The Planet. Uh, Eric is a huge Avalanche fan. And this one went into overtime in St. Louis and Tyler Bozak just put a dagger in him, scored the game winner. So the Blues are alive. We're going to game six back in St. Louis. Colorado still can just uh, win one game and win this thing, but it's uh, 3-2 now in favor of the Avalanche. And coming up tonight right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930, we've got the Rangers and the Hurricanes. 7 o'clock series is tied, two games apiece. So far, home Ice has been where it's at. So can the Rangers break that tonight and not have to go back to New York uh, down one and needing to stave off elimination? Or can the Rangers win and see if they can eliminate the Carolina Hurricanes at home? We'll find out. That's coming up tonight, 6.30 is our airtime, 7 o'clock, the start of this one. It's right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And then a game that the uh, Edmonton Oilers are uh, looking to close out against the Flames. That's going to follow uh, about 930 tonight. And, of course, the Pirates are off, as we mentioned. So getting ready for the West Coast road trip. We'll have all of that this weekend for you here again on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Uh, looking at high school baseball, it was a 4-2 win for Hurricane yesterday. Hurricane. Beat Midland in Game 2 of the Regional Baseball Championship. So uh, Hurricane wins the best of three series. Two straight wins. And as uh, I mentioned to you earlier, uh, we had a couple of updates on the Marshall schedule. September 3rd, Norfolk State is going to be a 3.30 p.m. game on ESPN3. And then the October 12th matchup against the defending Sunbelt champion, Louisiana, that's going to be set for a 7.30 kickoff. That's going to be televised on ESPN2. That's pretty good. So uh, some exposure for the Thundering Herd on the ESPN family of stations. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. That's going to be a great place for you to find out everything that's going on. We tweet out links all the time to the podcast. We do all kinds of fun things. 
We're playing with all kinds of you – know, Twitter gives me new toys all the time. We've got spaces we can do now. Uh, we've got something called communities. I've already got one. I've got a community formed. So I can tweet at you. If you're in the community, you'll you'll see it. If you're not in the community, you can still go find it, but you won't see it. It's And you can't reply to it if you're not in the community. It's interesting. It's fun. We got it started. Find me on Twitter. Uh, I would like to get to – where am I at right now? Because, you know, I really don't hammer this the way I should, but I'm at 1,548. Some of those are uh, come and go because people are trying to – trying to follow me so they can message me, you know, sell me things, what have you. Uh, If I could get that to 2,000, if I could get that to 2,000 here in about a week, uh, that would guarantee at least a good grade for our our intern producer, Christian Palmer. Yeah, that's on you. The uh, social media accounts are on you. Go look his YouTube channel up. Look his YouTube channel up. Palmer Sports. You got like what ten thousand, eleven thousand followers, something like that. How many do you have? Uh, you have thirteen thousand followers, and it's all Pittsburgh Pirates highlights. Uh, you get what is it? It's all MLB. So you're doing MLB highlights. Okay, so you've branched out a little bit. Check that out. Palmer Sports on YouTube. That's. I might ask you for some money soon. You got to be making that creator money. That influencer money here. Yeah, that's where it's at. That's that's where the money's at. It's the TikTok videos, right? It's the TikTok videos. Uh, that's why, hopefully, here in the next few years, Jason Corrier, who was with us yesterday, Marshall's SID that is leaving for Tulane, uh, can start making some money off his son and TikTok. How long can you? How long is this sports money going to be coming in, right? you got to make that TikTok money. You have to be a influencer on Insta, IG, Insta, or on TikTok. And here I am. I'm just on Twitter at Paul Swan. I got Facebook too. I do have a TikTok account. I'm not dancing. You will have to pay me a lot of money to see that dance. I will do it, but it's going to come with a price. All right. Uh, the show is back tomorrow. Christian Palmer will step in. We appreciate him. Taking the big chair as um, tomorrow we're getting set for the start of the Memorial Day weekend. We've got baseball action all all weekend long for you. We have got NBA action on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40. Monday, baseball in the afternoon, Pirates in the evening. Tuesday, we'll be right back here to get you caught up and move forward. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.